0: To down miffed to dunk. Yeah. Um, miffed and peeved. Miffed and peeved. Yeah, it's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. It's a real world. It's a real world. It's a real. It's a real one. I don't <laughs> use it, but it's a <laughs> real one. Not in your vocab? Down to dunk. Yes.
1: This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. Right. Right. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk.
0: Welcome to Down to Dunk. This is your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of DailyThunder.com. We're also featured on Dash Radio Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Thanks for listening. Today's episode is brought to you by Metro Brokers of Oklahoma and our good friend, Grady Carter. If you are looking to sell your home this year, or you're looking to buy a home this year, you have to contact Grady. He wants to be your homeboy. HomeboyOK.com, HomeboyOK on social media. He knows how to get you into the home of your dreams in the Oklahoma City area, and plus, he is just an amazing person. Please contact him. You won't regret it. Support the people that support Down to Dunk and give Grady Carter a call. With me today, I've got Matt Craig on the line. Matt, what is up? What's up? It's good to be back. Had a few weeks off, I guess a little holiday, but Thunder have played well in my absence, so that's all that matters. That's so true. Um, They are 14th in offense, which doesn't sound great, uh, but for the Thunder, that's great. They're at a 104.7 on the season. Fourth in defense uh, because the Blazers were pretty terrible last night against the Cavs, so they're at a 102.3. They're 8th in net rating at a 2.4. And a couple of positive stats because I think it's easy to throw out negative stats about this team. They're number one in offensive rebound percentage, and that's basically Stephen Adams. He's been mm-hmm. such a monster on the offensive glass this season, um, and they're also yep. number one in opponent turnover rate, uh, which is fantastic. So
1: I hear like here's what I'm hearing you say, which is Matt, stop doing the down to Duck podcast so that the Thunder Earth keep playing really well because. <laughs> As soon as you stop coming on, they've completely turned it
0: around. Is that what I'm hearing you say? No, I th- well, I guess we'll just have to see how, how this uh, back-to-back goes. <laughs> well, we we all predicted a four and O record after Friday, and they <laughs> lost two in a row. So, <laughs> yeah, I think we're all contributing to to some of this badness. Uh, we have got some some Twitter questions here. Uh, we've got about ten, so we thank you guys for. Asking and participating with us. You guys are so great. We're excited for a new year of uh, down to dunk shows. Uh, here's our first one from Raging Asian OKC. If you could give a New Year's resolution to each bench player on the Thunder, what goals would you give them? Mm. Wow. Um, Kyle Singler,
1: let's see. I I would love to see Kyle Singler try with different hair colors. He's gone with a lot of styles, but maybe he could uh, try some new colors out. Uh, Or uh, I feel like maybe like a nice uh, punk rock purple. I think it would be a good place to start. Uh, I mean it just – really go for it really go all in um, it's almost like its own enjoyment when you cut to the bench and you look for Kyle Singler and see like wow, what he's done to himself maybe maybe like a face tattoo that might be a nice ad. Yeah, addition as well, you know, like really make it like it's a, a, an internet thing where
0: every time we cut to the bench, we just need to see what Kyle Singler's done to himself. Uh, I just had a terrifying image of when Russell tousled his hair. I guess that was the, the game in Mexico, yes. Brooklyn. Yeah. And him having green hair like the Joker. And it just, oh, I mean, oh, oh. That, that just ruined my life. Yeah, his face is scary enough. So I mean, that
1: could go horribly wrong. You're right. <laughs> uh, what about Jeremy Grant? Mm. New Year's resolution to Jeremy Grant.
0: Um, let's see. For me, I if, just, let's see if it's three point shot is real.
1: Yeah, yeah, true. That's a serious one. I was gonna go. I was gonna go a little uh, ridiculous again, but <laughs> but the three point shooting. Yeah, the three point shooting is is real. Like there have been moments in recent games where he's looked confident doing it, but it's still not going in Mm -hmm. early in the season. It wasn't confident. I feel like the way he's shooting it looks better now. Mm -hmm. Um, But at some point in time, they've got to go down. You're
0: right. Yeah. He's 25% on the season, 13 of 51. It's just really not enough attempts. Um, Yeah. I'd like to see Dakari Johnson get more minutes. Uh, It's not
1: really on him for a new year's resolution, but uh, maybe work him in to some of those backup center minutes that he hasn't really gotten. Uh let's see who else is who else is oh Terrence Ferguson, I mean thirty pounds would be nice. Just <laughs> add some cheeseburgers to the diet. That's the opposite of what a news resolution is for most people, but Good uh, me, man. even if they're not even if it's not muscle, let's just start with some fat. You know what I mean? <laughs> Get a nice layer down there first and uh we'll go from there.
0: Yes. Uh Ray Felton. Uh maybe like thirty less dri- thirty right. less dribbles per game.
1: Oh, well, that too. I was going to say losing 30 pounds, you know. <laughs> he can pass all the cheeseburgers to Ferguson, and Ferguson can come back with the salads to to Ray Ray. That's right. Uh, Alex Abrines. Oh, well, I feel a little bad since my latest uh, wake-up call. I think it was the first time I've ever called for somebody to be traded in anything I've ever written. Um, and I feel kind of bad for him. So I'm going to go I'm going to go easy on him. I'm I, I don't know. I'd just say like rent don't buy, Alex. That's my news resolution for you. Oh,
0: no. Rent don't buy. Uh, mine for Alex is just screw all the rotations. Just be confident. Like just be yourself. Because I feel like all the all the screw rotations and the the way the things have gone this season, he is his confidence is just shot. Mm-hmm. Just just be confident in who you are No matter what happens, no matter how many times Billy benches you, just be confident yep. Yeah,
1: well, you and I have talked about this before But uh, what makes The same qualities that make these guys good teammates Also Is a lack of confidence Like Andre Robertson and Josh Eustis and Alex Abrines Are three guys that are some of the only nba players that do not have that irrational confidence and it really hurts their games at times you know Mm -hmm. when you're not confident you can't play well and that's a really tough quality and you don't see almost anyone that can make it to the nba level with that you know maybe tentativeness lack of self-confidence but we have three of them so that's great (laughs) uh to pat too, Pat, wow! For, uh, stop being taking so many shots at people on social media. <laughs> he, he went after the OU fans the other night. What did he say? Uh, I didn't see that he said like he was just like Georgia to the thing. OU fans crying or something like that. Oh no! Um, and and then he had he had he keeps sending these little like subliminal things you know like mm-hmm. people so concerned and i might just hang it up or i don't know whatever he, i feel like just stop with the sub tweeting you're not lebron james that's 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 an actual news resolution
0: yeah <laughs> uh, work
1: on yourself
0: i'll go with that because i feel like he's been playing better lately and he's just he has more been. of an opportunity but
1: people loved him when he first came in he was like oh this is the guy that loves movies we can all relate mm-hmm. and now i feel like one sub tweet
0: at a time he's losing the fan base He's tearing down his image one tweet at a time. That's it. Houston, uh, I think that's our last guy. Nick Collison doesn't need one because he just needs to keep being himself. Um, but Josh Houston, Yeah. News resolution
1: for Houston would be to like get a good money manager because I think he's going to get paid this summer more than we originally thought. I think he could they didn't. Too. They didn't pick up the option. And then our first reaction was what? It was oh, maybe the Thunder can bring it back for less. You're right. I, I do not think that's the case anymore. So, here' news resolution is to get some people around you that know how to manage money because you're going to have some.
0: Yeah. Start. Start seeing how a Hawks uniform looks, Josh. <laughs> Uh, or the nets or yeah something like that yeah he would he would be great for either one of those teams he would hit like four threes a game everybody like the thunder had that guy so yes on their bench for two years that's happened entirely too many times it's been ridiculous i'd like to thank the press for sponsoring today's show you've got to go to the press their food is amazing you can get their house Tots Smothered, which is house-made tater tots stuffed with cheddar and bacon topped with gravy. Are you kidding me? You've got to go, or you can even top it with chili or queso. Just absolutely delicious. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and keep pushing their buffalo mac and cheese because I just want more people to try it. I've had it. It's wonderful. And you've got to go get it too. Their chicken fried ribeye is delicious. They've got brunch. Everything is great. Uh, You can go there and sit at the bar, watch a Thunder game. Uh, you guys should go do that tonight. Go sit at the bar, have a good cocktail, have a beer. Uh, watch the Thunder play at the Lakers tonight. Uh, it's just a great place. Cool hangout in the Plaza District near downtown Oklahoma City. Great place to take a big group. So if you have a big group of friends that need somewhere to eat, it's a perfect place. Uh, you should go check out the press today. Support the people that support Down to Dunk and eat at the press. From Jacob Overton. Did you like the Last Jedi? Uh, what episode is the best Star Wars? Did you see it?
1: I did. Uh, I am a human being with a pulse, so I, I saw the Last Jedi. Uh, I am, however, not a fan of what the recent Star Wars have done. As far as I don't, I just feel like it's too many things to too many people now, and they have to please everybody. And I don't know. It's just very like whitewashed. I don't know. That's how I feel about a lot of blockbuster movies. I don't like Marvel movies. And um, that sort of thing So I don't know, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit of a movie snob and, and that makes me Not qualified to talk about something like Star Wars
0: But it was fine, whatever uh, I enjoyed it, I'm really easy to please I'm easily entertained So it was great, I loved it <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I'm, not, I'm trying to hold myself back On the, on the Star Wars talk yeah. uh, Do you have a favorite Star Wars? Uh
1: Empire Strikes Back uh, that's, Probably.
0: That's me too, it's yep. so good That's the good one uh, Caleb underscore Jones underscore has his team already reached its ceiling with the current mm. roster. If yes, isn't Presti's next move going to be one of the biggest decisions to date? Paul George is a massive key to the Thunder future. Presty's got to convince him to stay. We must get that fifth guy.
1: I I'll start with the fifth guy. I, I don't. First of all, like, what are you going to do to get the fifth guy? I mean, we've, we are so maxed out money wise. And, and I almost think that that's the wrong, that's the wrong attitude to have. Like, okay, obviously, if we could get another fifth guy who's awesome, sure. But, this is what you do in the NBA. Like if you spend money on three high priced stars, right. And then you get lucky and get guys like Steven Adams who are playing like stars and you got to pay them. So it's like, this is what you have to make sacrifices. You can't have a roster. That's just an all-star team. Unless you have historic, uh, contract like Stephen Curry's $10 million contract, Mm -hmm. you know, with the Warriors, that is what allowed them to become what they are now. But, uh, what, is Presti's next move I mean I I said this even Whenever I was talking about Arbrinus Rent don't buy And that is What I've been saying To you all season And you've kind of disagreed Which is like I don't think the Thunder Are going to make any moves Any trades this season uh, Other than Maybe picking out A out Picking up a buyout guy mm-hmm. I don't think I think the Thunder Have kind of made their bed uh, And now they got to sleep in it Paul George you got to try And convince them to stay But the only way You can do that Is by winning uh, I kind of think The Thunder team Is what it's going to be For the rest of the year
0: Yeah, I still disagree. I still think they're gonna. I think I think they're trying, and I think maybe for the first time in Thunder history, they're willing to put out a guy like a Terrence Ferguson. Because in the past, like they wouldn't, they weren't including guys like Jeremy Lamb or Perry Jones or you know Reggie Jackson or people like that in trades because they wanted to develop them at the end of the bench. But now, like time is precious at this mm-hmm. point and if you can, can flip him plus another contract for somebody good i think they would do it can we just like mention for a
1: moment how much of an injustice uh the terrence Ferguson thing has turned out to be i mean at the time we wanted someone else but even looking back like og ananobi has been really good for the raptors yeah. shimmy O'Dole has been good for the celtics i mean Derek White is coming back from an injury that's still the guy that i've been caping for but who's Kuzma. I mean, everyone missed on Kuzma, but if we had Kuzma. But we've looked at the injuries in the past two losses, right? Andre Robertson against Dallas and Paul George against Milwaukee. And we are not a very deep team. And if there were an OG and an OB, Shemir another one of those wing defenders mm-hmm. that could get consistent minutes in the rotation, that would just make the team so much more complete. Whereas Terrence Ferguson, every time I put the uh, they put Terrence Ferguson in the game, it feels like a little bit of like an experiment or right. uh, you know, working on his game. It never feels like oh, okay, he's in to help the team win. It really feels like he's in for his personal development. Um, and that, I mean, you never. Want want to count these guys out look what happened with chris dunn you never want to point to a rookie and say that they're bad all i'm saying is other choices really could have paid off this season a little bit more than he has and that's becoming more and more apparent with each game it's it's kind of unfortunate
0: yeah i i to this day don't understand the og thing because he was pro- a guy that was projected to go in the lottery yeah and then the injury stuff like if it's that like okay i get it i don't agree with it but i get it uh but it seems like however the information was handled and sometimes around the draft things are get really weird with injuries uh and things may have been that way with og but like he t- to me was like a thunder guy all the way he's got a mm-hmm. nba ready body he can play multiple positions he's super long he's athletic uh and he wasn't he was projected to be more raw offensively than he is today because he can actually shoot it a little bit yeah uh he just seemed like the perfect Thunder guy, and he drops right to him. It's like this is this is a, what you take a skinny two guard from a, that's played in Australia. It like, it's just weird, and I think some yep. of it was that Presty picked the guy that he thought may have the best trade value down the road. Because I don't think that you can look at Terrence Ferguson and say, "Hey, he really fits." what this team is going to do and i know they didn't have paul george or Melo then but even then like i don't think it made sense like roster construction wise (laughs) he took the best asset and i still disagree with it
1: yeah i agree and it needs to be brought up which is why i brought it up i feel like it's kind of people are letting it go a little too much
0: yeah uh this is from thunder fans yt will we ever see steven adams his career shoot threes No, but I hope – I
1: I would love to see it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I more want to see like his reactions. The dunk the other night, the reaction that he had, you know? Yeah. Like I want to see what Stephen Adams' version of the holding the follow-through while he runs down the court or holding the three fingers up in the air like Dirk Nowitzki. I, I, that's what I really, really want to see more than anything.
0: Yeah, I would love to see it. I, I don't really – I just don't know. And it all depends on Adams and what – he feels comfortable doing. He can hit mid-range jumpers. Like he's got a good jump shot. I've seen him just sit there and just swish. Um, you know, you know, non-paint two after non-paint two, and he's not going to take that shot because he knows it's not a good efficiency shot for him. But I just wonder if he could ever feel confident enough with the corner three, if he could just step out there and not like this season, but maybe in like three or four years. When Uh, mm. when he's when he's had enough practice, when he feels comfortable enough, because he's got good touch, Um, but he (laughs) just refuses to take anything outside of the paint because he knows it's not a good shot for him. I
1: I think there's a but there's a role for people that are good rim runners, you know, even into their older age. Like Tyson Chandler, he's sure he's not that good anymore, but there's a role for people that can set screens and roll into the lane and block shots in the other end, like. Just because everyone can't shoot threes doesn't, I guess, necessarily mean they have to. Uh, And I think that because he won't be forced to, that he never will.
0: Yeah, and you know the the Thunder are number one in offensive rebound percentage for a reason. It's because they have Stephen Adams sitting there in the paint, and it. You know the roster is going to change over the years as Stephen Adams is still on the Thunder, and so you just you don't really know. But if if this current roster stays the way it is. Uh there's no need for him to do that. Right. Uh,
1: but, I mean the thing is he's been great this year. Like why why would you want to change anything that he's done this year? Right. Especially we lost Ennis Kanter, who's an awesome offense rebounder and we're still first in offense re- rebounding percentage. So I would say whatever you're doing now let's just keep doing that.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's he's been fantastic. I think he's been the most consistent Thunder player and consistently the best Thunder player this season. I agree. Um Let's see. From the same Twitter handle, Thunder fans YT, with fourth or fifth seed looking most likely. How concerned do you, how concerned do you think Presty is about facing the Warriors in the second round? Put all these great moves together, going all in just to face one of the best teams in NBA history. Of the well, he means in the second round. What do you think?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, a couple weeks or however many weeks ago, when the last time I was on here, I was saying how I was pretty sure the Rockets would be the one seed. Uh, that is not the case at the moment. Warriors are the one seed, and the Warriors are getting stronger each game. So the Thunder will likely see the Warriors in the second round. I mean – The Spurs are 26-12, and and Kawhi has played only a handful of games. That's uh, five and a half games. The Thunder are behind the Spurs. I don't see that being made up, so it looks like a 4-5 matchup with the Timberwolves is happening. I mean, yeah, to me it seems almost inevitable. I don't really see a path in which the Thunder drop outside 4-5 or or make it up to 3, so I'm pretty sure this is just the – uh, future that we're going to have to deal with. And it's too bad because in the Christmas Day game, the Thunder showed how good of a matchup the Rockets are for them. Uh, and I was very pumped for the, what the, that could have been. But it doesn't look like it's going to happen.
0: Yeah, the Thunder can't. like They're not going to reach the three seed because they drop games to Dallas. And th- there are two games to Dallas this season, which is just yep. so stupid. Uh, they dropped that Milwaukee game recently like those were both winnable games they should have won both uh that said like their january is really soft i mean you read these lakers clippers phoenix portland minnesota charlotte sacramento lakers again then you got cleveland brooklyn washington detroit philly washington i mean like there's some solid teams in there but for the most part like that's a really soft month they have several times where they get two days of rest uh They can make up some ground if they decide that they're going to show up every night. Mm -hmm. But I just don't trust that they will.
1: No, I I agree with you totally. The things that they have shown are when they get up for big games. But with the the roster construction that they have and what they've shown so far, I completely agree. That that they will give up games
0: throughout the season that they shouldn't. That's just part of what this team does. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, at RA Schwartzman 09, what obnoxious thing is LeVar Ball going to say about Russ after the game? Uh,
1: to me, I think the move is to be surprising, you know, for him. Yeah. And because he, you know, I, I think he's just going to give him respect unless if, if Russ and Lonzo get into some kind of something during the game, then, you know, he'll go all out. But if you think about it from <laughs> LeVar Ball's perspective, um, he would not want Russ to come to the Lakers. You know what I mean? Like I know Russ is signed, but like maybe he should be his enemy. And besides that, didn't isn't Lavar ball in Lithuania? I think that was a big story today. So
0: and maybe we're not gonna get anything from him, which yeah. is which is too bad. When he comes back, all three of the ball boys are gonna be Lakers. So, so it's gonna be great. <laughs> uh, he'd probably say something like Russell Westbrook is the best point guard in the league, second best is Lonzo Paul. Just like he feels like he's right. always trying to throw shade at Steph Curry for whatever reason. Sneak it in there, yep. <laughs> um, let's see. We'll, we'll do one more. Uh, this okay. is from Rambo0427. Do you feel that the Thunder's pace of play is about right, or do you feel like this team should play faster or slower?
1: It's definitely better because it's a little faster. Uh, this is something I mentioned when the offense was really, really struggling, but I, I think faster is better because then you get into less of everybody trying to figure out their roles. You know, people kind of just take the game as it comes, especially, you know, in semi transition, mellow has been great trailing and then hitting those threes. Um, as opposed to in the half court, when things slow down, what do you do with them? You know, do you, does he stand on the wing? Uh, cause you know, if he does that, as soon as he gets the ball, he's going to go into a post up or, you know, something like that. It's just, it is more tempting for these guys to have their worst habits when the game slows down. Um, so I would play as fast as you can especially with russell westbrook looking better he's getting back to what he used to do which is one on five fast breaks and scoring uh and whereas at the beginning of the year he was doing that and just missing and then yelling at a referee and getting a technical foul but that was our fast break strategy at the beginning of the season so i say faster is better uh within reason we're not the rockets out here but faster is better
0: yeah they're 24th in pace currently yep uh i i agree I think they, should, they, need to, they need to try to play more possessions. I feel like Russ is better playing more possessions. <clears throat> Same with Paul George. I think Adams can play well on the break. Uh, I mean, we have an athletic
1: team outside of Carmelo Anthony. We have a team that can run up right. and down.
0: And all he has to do is be the trailer. Um, yep. And I think that's great. I think, yeah, I agree. They should play faster, but for whatever reason, uh, they're one of the slower teams in the NBA uh Matt we can follow you on twitter at mr matt craig we can read your stuff dailythunder.com and read college basketball remind me where
1: yes at theathletic.com slash fieldhouse. Uh, i cover the mid majors for them and i'm doing this week i'm doing wake up call which is on daily thunder.com saturday and then i'm also doing the game recaps for sunday and tuesday's game on dailythunder.com so keep an eye out for those
0: perfect read matt he's awesome uh check us out on twitter at down to dunk thanks for listening we'll talk to you guys again on friday